All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell. It's that time, half an hour of the Internet's most interesting and beautiful makers, hackers, engineers, and more. Come by and show you what they're working on. We'd love to see it. Got some people from Adafruit community. We got some people from the outside community. Come on by. We're here for another 30 minutes or so. Uh, just come by the stream yard. We got a couple slots open. Going to kick it off first up with Kevin from DigiKey. Hey, hey. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, hey. Uh, how's it going? Good. It's going good. How was the Adafruit factory? Rocking out. Air conditioning. Awesome. Good. Awesome. We have, uh, I'll, I'll say this live on the air, uh, we, we're working on our next Ada box, uh, Kevin, and we're going to send over, so DigiKey gets a, a sneak peek, everybody, so you'll, you'll have something it's very- It's one of the benefits of working at DigiKey. Yeah, it is. Y'all, or Adafruit, and, uh, or both, and uh, we'll send over some stuff soon. I think you're going to really like it. I'm excited to see it. I can't yeah. wait for the next Ada box. The last one was a lot of fun. I don't know how you guys seem to do better each time, so- That's right. I'm looking forward to it. So I'm working on uh, Sensors Expo demos, and I decided to use this CO2 sensor that you guys carry. This mm. thing is great. And it's starting to look like the air quality in my office is not that great. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> 30 uh -oh. seconds ago, it was good in here. So I don't know. Maybe the sensor needs to be calibrated. But Well, you could be breathing on it if you just held it up to your face. That could it be it could be. I, I came in kind of late. to. Uh, you guys probably noticed I came in last minute. I was literally running down here so that could be why okay. yeah well this also might just be a good indicator of maybe something else so i don't know follow through on this man <laughs> yeah try opening the window it yeah should, it should drop down happens. to 400 500 cool yeah i'll bring it upstairs actually i know upstairs is way better well maybe i'm stuck sign. in here yeah if you guys don't see any tweets from me for a while maybe you want to check in oh no <laughs> no no all yeah. is good all is good i know this is look there's a reason why like the sensor you know if you buy the sensor and it says your air quality is great you didn't you know you didn't learn anything now yeah. you learn something which is um maybe put a fan or or some get some more air circulation going on in there um maybe. especially in the winter you know when the when the doors and windows are closed more it's going to be very handy you want to keep that kevin brain top-notch condition that's right. And printing with uh, ABS is probably another thing that isn't good. 3D printing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, well, cool. I think this is a really good project for you, Jim. Good yeah. work, Kevin. I, I think I need to do some some figuring out here. All right. All right thank you. All right. Cool, All right. Kevin. And um, we will probably be sending you a thing about Adbox in the next few days. Looking forward to it. All See right. Next up, Trev, iOS hey. and updates. What's up? What's up? So this hey, is what hey. I got going on. All right. So right now, let me share my screen real quick. Uh, share screen. I'm not using this. There we go. All right. Can you see that? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So this is our PyLeap app in motion. So basically, what PyLeap is, it lists our it's it's an uh, it lists our um device enabled guides. So right here, the first stop is basically just transferring using the uh, glider transfer service. That's in our that that's that's <laughs> it's another app that we're also putting together. Mm -hmm. uh, we're using that transfer service to just transfer files over to your uh, hardware. So this is it in action right here. It's pairing. Let's see. There it is. Pair complete. All right. Live cool. demo. Live demo. There we go. Now we're gonna press that. So that's gonna okay. download the bundle. Okay. Sweet. And now we're going to transfer over the rainbows. And bam. 
Wow, amazing. Wireless programming. There we go. The future is here. The future is now. That's right. Now. Nice work, Trev. Cool. So we're going to be showing this off on Ask an Engineer, and uh, we'll have some more previews. The internal team is currently in uh, test flight mode, which is, um, you know, we're testing all this. If you want to see a preview of some of the type of things, you can go to our learn system, and we have de device-enabled guides, which uh, will be ones that easily allow you to get code almost instantly. In fact, we're going to get in trouble for it being too easy. That's fine. <laughs> um, but we really want someone just to be able to pick up their phone, use their blue fruit, and within a few seconds uh, have rainbows or have whatever, whatever, whatever thing they see on their screen that they want to do. It downloads it and moves it over all without doing anything. So as easy as CircuitPython with dra dragging and dropping code on a drive, this yeah. is as easy as maybe turning on your phone. That's right. It's going to be uh, totally wireless reprogrammability. It's going to be it's going to be great for people who don't have access to a phone or don't have a or sorry don't have access to a computer um, or want to program on the go. So we're going to be doing yeah. more and more of that. Also, let you um, connect to some of uh, our USB less microcontrollers. Yes. All right. Thanks, Trev. So that is and Trev's live demo. Thank you, Trev's desk. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next up, let's go to Noam Pedro. Noam hey, Pedro, Noam how Pedro. you doing? Welcome hey, back. guys. Welcome to the other side Thank of show and tell. I know. Yeah. I was going to say, we haven't been on this side in a while. It's and the other thing that the Pi Leap's going to do for us in terms of design is make our designs where we don't have to route a USB cable like around and That's like right. have to do like all these 90 degree like turns and then like yeah, cut yeah. things into our design. So I ah, can't wait. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like so ah, fanboy now over <laughs> right. here. It's yeah. going to happen. Okay. Yes. What are you all up to? Yeah, so this week we got a video out. We'll have a learn guide out soon on CNC milling some keycaps. So I have a couple of different flavors of wood here and a couple of different boards. We have the one by four and the macro pad. Um, so it's it's a two part kind of thing for CNC milling. So this is like what it looks like when I do the first operations, which is making the internals of the keycap. So mm -hmm. making this requires a couple of different tool, a couple of different uh, flattened mills. So what I had to do was to figure out, okay, so I got this piece. Now, how do I turn this into this with all the concaves and all the drafted angles? So what needed to happen was to create a custom fixture that we can adhere to the spoil board. And it has all the same geometries uh, as this, uh, except without that little crosser, because we really don't need it. So the, the thing here is you press these in, and then with some strips of tape, you can secure several of these in the fixture and then mm -hmm. have this set up. And then you have uh, an alignment bracket that you can set up so you can have the origins all cleared out. And then you can mill out these tops. So I walked I through that it. whole this process. Is, this is the challenge. You know, a lot of CNC yes. is uh, fixturing and jigging. And I think mm -hmm. that it absolutely is. That this is cool that you actually showed, you know, the process of the process. This is the really hard part. This is what, this is what takes it from like you did one by accident, it kind of sort of worked out to it's a reproducible project. And yeah. you can actually learn something from it. So good work on this one. I think this is really. A, a, this is basically like a year's worth of machinist uh, education Gosh, in the yeah, 110 yeah, that's minute a video. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely check out the video if you haven't already. And uh, I hope folks make it with their desktop mills. I'm seeing a lot of new mills on the market that are more affordable and the software for them are getting better. Mm -hmm. And now uh, you can always pick up a free version of Fusion 360 and do some cam stuff. So. Or just the step files that has like sort of the recipe on how yeah, to create sure. all of the. Uh, operations are going to yeah, do for it. it should be applicable across all the CAD packages, but yeah. All right, love it. This week's stuff. Thanks, right. Pedro. Oh, we'll thanks show so that much. video on, on uh, Ask Engineer. All right, all next, next up, and what are you going? working on? Um, a quick work in progress. Um, 
the macro pad is a really nice thing for a, like a phone keypad where you, you know the numbers on them. But in security, if somebody can see which buttons you're pressing, um, they can re it can be reproduced or, you know, if you use one key more than another, this starts to wear down. So in high security applications, what you want is something that randomizes which keys you have to press. And the industry standard is called a Hirsch scramble pad where the numbers all scramble and then you enter in. But uh, we don't have quite the hardware here. So I've, I'm developing one where you press a button and the keys, the key sequence is here on the display. Sorry, it's a little bit bright. And um, and so you enter in your 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 pin code with the numbers in the sequence they are here. And if it works, then you can trigger all kinds of things. Uh, I'm looking at a solenoid to open a door, but you can also send digital signals to another board or something like that. So. Um, this will be done um, later this week. Um, it'll be in the, there'll be a quick learn guide and uh, you can check it out. All right, nice work, Anne. All bringing right. state level security to make a community. That's right. Thanks so much. All right, thanks, Anne. Uh, Jeff Blur. Next up. Good hey, evening. What'd you get going on? I have some 3D prints to show off tonight. So a couple of different things that I've shared around on Discord already, and I'll put links in the live chat, but I love the silicone covered stranded wire, but it just flops everywhere. So I made this little holder, it snaps in and then you feed the wire out through the little uh, hole here and you can kind of pull it out as you need it. So fun little one. Next up, I don't think I showed these on show and tell before. These are a 3D printed keycap that really lets the light shine through well, and cool. also lets you see the uh, the background a little more. This is uh, based on an idea I saw on Twitter, but it's my own design. But then the one I'm most excited about um, is, this is similar to what I think JP showed where you can go to a website and design your keyboard layout. Mm -hmm. uh, but I took mine and did it as a purely hand-wired Ooh. keyboard awesome. uh, with a, a feather. Uh, I think this is the feather M4 can because it's what I had. Yeah. But it's not that much work to wire up the keyboard with the diodes yeah, and, and all the wires. And you, so it's basically 3D printed and then, then just a few, few extra really cool. parts. And you can go wild with the keyboard layout, which is what I wanted to show here. This, yeah, this is, is the inverted T, but then what is all this stuff? It's yeah, whatever you imagine you want it to be. I kind of like it. It's it's a very um, esoteric looking. Yes, it's for like, sure. Yeah, it's um, like one of the alien keyboards from Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. You're yeah. Like, oh. It's like, oh, if you have like 10 fingers on one hand, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, it's a well, keyboard for you. Yeah, I thought maybe with the inverted T and then like, I don't know, the top button could be duck and, and all those other things, but it's not super ergonomic. No, it's supposed to look cool. Not to learn. And it well, it looks cool. really cool and it's purple. Thanks Yeah. For, uh, Come by, Jepler. All right. Yeah, shout out to Josh for giving me the purple filament. All right. Thanks, Josh. Shout out to Josh. All right, next up. Next up, Liz from... Hey, Liz. Hey. Fire time. Yes. Uh, so um, I met my synth shelf, um, and I followed a tutorial that Thea Flower has on how she designed her big honking button um, to show how to do a gate in circuit. Uh, so that then you can basically have your act signals communicating with a uh, microcontroller, so in this case, a Feather M4. Uh, so what's happening when I start up my sequencer, 
every time there's a gate input, the party parrot triggers, and you can hear what it's sounding like. So, um, and I had the idea to do that after uh, Naya and I talked about um, on the um, Kitty um, Paw keypad, where every time uh, you press one of the buttons, it advances. Also, I was like, well, if you had a gate in with your rack, then you could have like a fun little thing going. So I'm hoping to maybe do like almost like a feather wing kind of board um, mm. and be able to mount it into uh, my um, my rack and have like kind of a little novelty module. Okay. It's hot since summer. Yes. <laughs> For sure. All right. Thanks, Liz. Right. Thanks so much, Liz. I always love how you combine music and party parrots indiscriminately. <laughs> I think every Euro rack should have like a, a party parrot module. Just all it does is party parrot. All right, next up, Andy. Hello, Andy. What you got going on? No pressure, but you got to follow that up. How you doing? Uh, gonna try sharing my screen. And here we go. Okay. So, Round. This prototype of an evolution to the coin. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. Make decisions for you. Uh, okay. It's got a hundred. Neopixels around the uh, edge and a, a keyboard button. Yeah. And then you press a button and it will spin. And wherever it lands up here at the top, that's who wins. So blue one. But then the killer feature is this is a capacitive touch on the edge. So if you want to bias um, and get ooh, it to blue, yeah. just touch where you want it. And then you can spin it. I like that because you're like, uh, I like 75% of the time I want Thai food, but I'm also kind of thinking about a burrito, but only like 20%. Exactly. You can then have it uh, <laughs> bias choose what food you're going to eat tonight. Exactly. And love that. Yeah. Ever since, uh, yeah, y'all came out with the mag tag with the magnets. I just, I love that idea of having something on a fridge. So, yeah, this yep. has magnets on the back. And it's a really good idea to put on a fridge because, like, what should I eat? Well, yeah, yeah, let this thing decide. I love the capacitive touch thing, that, that's cool. Good idea. Thanks. Well, as you get uh, closer to finishing up and everything, let us know. We'll post about it and all that. Yeah, send over send over some we're uh, photos. We're easy to get hold of. I'll publish it up. Um, yeah, definitely. And my email is ptadatafruit.com. Thank you, Thanks, Andy. Andy. All right. Next, Next up, uh, Chelsea and, and Carl. Carl. Hey. Hello. What you got going on? Hey, hi, I'm Carl, it's Chelsea. <laughs> Hello. Hi, um, we're, we joined last week for the first time and then we had a Wi-Fi problem, so we're back to finish. Yeah. Well, you look great we're, now. We're here every week. Good work. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, we love that. Um, Chelsea is my summer intern. We work at a small semiconductor company in California. And last week we forgot to say the name, it's Kinetic Technologies. And uh, we started a line of RGB LED drivers. And those products, uh, we have evaluation boards. And so this is- Chelsea, um, demo, be the intern. Oh, yeah, so this is a 12- She said meeting adjourned, she can't see us. No, no, I, <laughs> I, said, I said, show us the demo because you're the intern. Oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah, sure. You can't really show because the lighting- No, I see it, it's swirling, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. so this yeah. one is programmed with the Feather RP2040. And we use MicroPython to program it. Cool. Here's a, we have a, a, we have a small part. Yeah. This is a third of the other chip and it does um, 
What is this, the Cutie Pie board? Yeah, it uses the Cutie Pie board. And that one uses the Arduino IDE. Right. Oh. And we're converting all our boards to use the Stemma connector. Um, so we're pretty and this is and this is your summer internship, Chelsea? Yeah. Are you going to school nearby? Um, I'm going to Davis. So it's like pretty close to where I'm from. All right, I don't sweet. know her from got, Davis, but my daughter went to Davis. You've got some great experience. You actually got to build hardware and write code. Yeah, and, uh, cool. it's a great it's a great mesh for learning about engineering at school. Yeah. All right, well, you did great. Right. Are you in our uh, different chats and Discord and all that, where you can put a link to um, the company and the dev kits and all that? Last week during this call, we said the name and somebody after we had lost Wi-Fi, we still had chat, and somebody put a link to our. Okay, great. URL okay, cool. And to Mauser, where they we sell one of our EV boards, but cool. we're gonna upgrade that board eventually. Right now, um, that's using a MicroPython board, and we want to change it to using a Cutie Pie. Uh, they're more available, cheaper, um, yeah. and and that has the better connector on it. And then there's a couple things we would love it if you guys would do projects with our our LED drivers because our yeah, LED well, drivers have some up. really neat advantages. I I know I'm familiar with some of the things you've done in the past. And so we um, we use uh, Charlie Plexing to do these RGB drivers. And we've divided it into four, four, uh, three four-wire buses. And so the three four-wire buses um, run at 25% duty cycle per RGB with the Charlie Plexing. And that lets us hit the 25 milliamps with 100 milliamp peak, which is key, uh, because then we can get full brightness while Charlie Plexing. And then uh, and it reduces the PC board layers for most well, of our customers. One thing I'd say is um, definitely put the links in the chat. And uh, yeah. if you're looking for uh, projects to just see how your stuff uh, could be part of like some of the Adafruit projects we do, look at some of the NeoPixel guides and some of the things that we've done in the past and then just see like, oh, can we, could we remake it with our stuff? And if you can, then it's like, all right, this is, this is now getting closer to things that Correct. That we might, um, or actually the people out there, the audience and the community right. will, will want to remake. So check yeah. those out. Yeah, we've, we've been looking at a lot of that stuff. That's a treasure trove. You guys yes. are awesome, actually. Yeah, love like, RGB LEDs. There's 2,500 something guides. Yeah. All right. Well, exactly. thank you so much, Chelsea and Carl. Thank All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Next up. Gustav. Gustav. Hello. What you got going on? Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. As first time I'm calling in today, so oh, it's um, good to see you. Hi, um, I made a uh, board game timer remote control. So I've developed a, um, a a board game timer, and I'm just connecting it up to the thing now. So let me move the camera so you can see when I'm done. So this here is my board game timer, and I made a little game here with three people, Gus. Adabot and Lady Ada. And I want to give my users a way to put the screens away mm -hmm. and then be able to uh, do things like end the turn and so on with a remote control. So I used the web Bluetooth standard to connect these two. So if I press both of these buttons together, that should work. Uh, live demo here. Yeah, so it's Bluetooth always, is like that. Always man. Always it's always about it. So is it yet to reconnect go. it? Yeah, I was just about, oh no, it's not connected. Okay, so this is the connection process. I can show you that. Can you see this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I made it so it can connect to anything. Um, uh, so it uh, this is just one of the things it can connect with, but it's got a really flexible, open way that it connects with things. Um, so 
here's all the commands that the uh, remote control can send to the game. And if I say connect now and pair, now hopefully when I press both buttons, Ah, shoot, why is this not working now? <laughs> it's okay, it's a live demo. How about we'll, we'll go to uh, yeah. someone else, we'll come back and you can- Yes, I'll go back to me. It's totally live demo. It's yeah. Yeah. You can either come back or you can also come back next week, whatever it is. Yeah. All right, we'll that stop good. by Thank and you. see you. Okay. okay, so let's go to- So we pre-recorded our that's, that's, Bluetooth yeah. demo. That's right. All right, we're gonna go to Seth. Seth. How's it going, Seth? Hey, I'm, I'm back again, so Hi. can you hear me? Yes, yeah. yes. All right, great. So. I, uh, last time I was on, I shared a, uh, little RGB matrix with the ESP32 S2 that I was making. And I thought the, uh, RP2040 was a, uh, a great chip to, uh, to throw on one of these because it's cheap and, you know, it's basically the a high end RGB driver if you want it to be. So I made a version with, um, the RP2040. I threw two little stemma connectors on there and everything. Mm. So, um, it just creates kind of like a cool little way that you can, um, you know, set up little like monitoring. So like if you have like environmental sensors, you can, you know, do easy indicating. And, you know, as I showed, you can like write text on it too. Um, so that was one cool thing that I'm working on um, to bring into my shop. And then uh, another thing I made was uh, this little board. I, I made it during the board tour, like, over the course of the whole video, I designed the board, oh, yeah. and it worked. I remember you were saying that. You're like, I'm watching boards making boards while yeah. I'm watching boards and making boards. So this one is um, it's a Bread 2040. So it, I didn't know what else to call it. It seemed like a funny name. So uh, it does basically everything the um, that you can get out of the Pico, except you get your NeoPixel, and you actually get your uh, reset button and everything. And you know, fits you know very similar uh with as some of the uh the feathers so it's not you know feather compatible but you know it, it sits in a breadboard pretty well and it's got everything broken out very easily so you don't have to worry about soldering any like weird headers going different directions so looks looks uh, great yeah and it, it worked the first time so i was very Yay. proud of myself on that one so all right post a link in the chat for people to to check out your yeah. board tour video so and, you can see it well no the um he was watching our board tour video oh, he was, to so your, you yeah one. post a link to your shop and everything um yeah. i know sometimes folks come on with their stuff and they're like oh i didn't want to i didn't want to say what my store was or post anything because that's spammy no not yeah. here and not for this so yeah please do let everyone know what you're working on and thanks for being part of the uh, various ecosystems that we've been putting out there. Yeah, and uh, they're all circuit Python compatible, so it's just you know adding more boards that people can, you know, get going with. Yeah, okay. right on. All right, thank you so much, Seth. Thank you, Seth. All right, all right. All right. Gustavo, you want you want to try again? Gustavo, okay. you want to do it? Okay. okay. Yes. Go, go okay. quick, and then we're gonna yeah. wrap up one, one more right after. Yeah. All right. So um, if I press both buttons at the same time, I'm gonna yeah. unpause the game. So now, oops. Uh, it's Gus's turn, and he's currently in his fourth minute. So as the time clocks up, the lights turn on, yeah. showing him how mm. much time he's taken. The whole point of a game time is to encourage people to take less time to hurry up, because you can spend too much time. So if I press one button, it goes to Adabot. Yeah. And then Adabot, if she wants to pass her round, she can press the B button. Adabot passed. Next up, Lady Ada. And then if uh, he regretted having passed this round and he wants to uh, undo, he can 
undo. Done. Shake Back the remote the control. I like the shake to undo. That's nice. Yeah. And then if uh, they start arguing about rules, they can go into admin time by the switch. Admin time. And then uh, it's not <laughs> it's not uh, measuring anyone's time. Oh, I like so. I like that you're using all the little user interfaces, but very intuitively. Yeah. And so what I just want really quick here, just yeah. to say I, I don't do, I'm not a maker. Like I'm not really part of your community. I'm a software mm -hmm. engineer and I make web apps. But for me, discovering this, that with web Bluetooth, I can reach outside of the app and make yeah. physical things happen is amazing. It just opens up a whole new world. I can I have- know. I love web Bluetooth You're, and web USB. I think it's really, I, I think it's underrated. People don't understand how amazing it is that we now have a platform agnostic way to connect to hardware, which yeah. has always been a hellscape. It's so cool. I, I made it, I started this as a joke. I was going, I had this little um, uh, teddy bear, a vibrating teddy bear. And I thought I would put it next to the game table. And when it's my turn, the teddy yeah. bear would shake. So I made that, and then I thought, oh, I wanted to make a remote control, and that's how I found you guys, and and made this. So I'm I'm now obsessive about this. Well, thanks for sharing that story, because when we when we talk about the things we want to do, you just kind of summarized years of work to make it easy for people just to do the things that they have ideas like, oh, let's see that teddy bear. I'm going to have it do this, and now you can glue all those things together. You know enough about coding, and now you have a physical uh, thing that can happen with uh, the bits of code that you. Right and now. circuit python being able to like it's code i can do code it's amazing yeah. so i'm 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 hopefully i'll be on here showing other yeah, things come yeah, come 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 it's a really cool project I love it want to say, if, if anyone if anyone listening is into board games and want to collaborate with me playing around with the game timer and hardware stuff just reach out to me oh cool yeah go down to discord i'm sure there's tons of game players there right, right. well yeah. thank you so much all right, last but not least, Stuart, Stuart always out. bringing in the cool electronics. What are you up to, Stuart? Hey, how are you? Hey, hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, yep. yeah, go, go for it. Okay, okay. I need to share my screen because it's already hooked up. So. All right. Okay, can you see that? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, modeling. Okay. So, so what it is is I have a Glowforge upstairs, you know, with the big button. So what you have to do is you have to go up, turn it on. Put the material in, then come back down. I have to come back downstairs, put the you know put the design, shoot it up to the Glowforge, and I have to go back up to press the button. So what I did was I used this the large solenoid here, and I created a case for it for the um, so it can nice. press the button. Ooh. And I also created a web interface for it so I could do it remotely over Wi-Fi in a house. Ooh. And so what it is is there's magnets in here here. And I had to laser this so it fits right nice and tight around the button. Those are the measurements here. There's magnets here and magnets here. So it's secured like that onto that. So then here, when I was testing the button, I had to put a rubber bumper on it because the cylinder was too hard. You can't adjust it. So I put a rubber to gently push mm. the button. So now, um, so what, what I have now is that I can remotely control over web, the web interface for that. And then there's the solenoid. Ah, the button. And then I press the button here, and it automatically hits that, and then the job starts on yeah. the uh, the Glowforge. Good work. So now I don't have to keep running upstairs back and forth. 
Awesome. Right on. Well, congrats to it. This is like one of the many like IoT devices that we always talk about. Like there's, oh, I just want to get an alert when like the basement floods. Oh, I just want to turn this thing on instead of going upstairs. And like you can finally make all these things um, and it'll actually work. Yep. I right. think you well, did right a on. great Thank job, so Stuart. I love, I love the, uh, the hacking spirit you bring to everything. <laughs> Thanks. I, I can't wait to see the evolution of it. Like, I don't want to walk over there and turn off the light switch. <laughs> yeah, you have something new every week, too. Yeah. I'm, always, right. I'm always impressed. We'll see you maybe next week or in the future, Stuart. All right, thanks, yeah, Stuart. Halloween. We're working yeah. on something for Halloween. Oh, yeah. It's every, every day is Halloween. All right. All right, everybody. That's for show and tell. Thank you, everybody, for making this the best half an hour of the week. Every Perfect single timing. week for us. We're, done. We're here um, every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see everybody next week. Ask an engineer starts in like one minute. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.